Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's Metal Shop here on KISW right now. We're talking to Richie Faulkner from Judas Freaking Priest. They are playing the 21st at Showwear Center with Uriah Heep. First off, thanks for taking the time to talk to us, man. Yeah, thanks, Richie. Guys, it's an absolute pleasure. We're really looking forward to coming down and seeing you all. We haven't been there for a couple of years, uh, as far as I'm aware, and uh, we're really looking forward to a night of screaming heavy metal, as Halford would put it. So, uh, yeah, man, we're really pumped. Absolutely, man, and, and we got to ask you, because every year on Metal Shop here, we, we do a top 30 list of the best metal albums, and uh, Firepower was actually number one on the Metal Shop top 30 albums of 2018. Um, this was Judas Priest's 18th oh, wow. album. What, what keeps you guys inspired to like keep writing, and, and, and this album... Man, it, we didn't give it to you guys because of the seniority. We didn't give it to you because of the name. We gave it to you because it was an awesome, ripping metal record. Like, what keeps you guys inspired? That means so much, guys. I mean, it, I mean, when you go in the studio and you, you create, you know, you start off with a few ideas and you never know what you're going to come up with, you know. So mm-hmm. by the end of it, and you, you let it go on the world. And again, you never know if it's going to connect or not, you know. And we've had such great feedback from this record. I mean, that in itself is inspiring, you know. And the, the fact that I think it was the highest charting Priest record in history, you know. Damn. So not only is that great for, for us and great for the band, and, you know, it's great to know that we connected with a load of people, but it's great for heavy metal in general, you know. It's a great affirmation of... Heavy Metal in 2018 is right up there, and it's the fans. It's the fans that put it there. We can't do that, you know. We, can, we create the stuff to the best of our ability, and as I said, we let it go in the world. And then the fans, they vote with their cash, you know. They go out and buy the records, <laughs> yeah, they do. and they put it right up there. And it was in the top ten of the Billboard charts alongside country and hip-hop and pop, and there was Heavy Metal. Yeah. And it, as I said, it's just a great affirmation of the power and strength of heavy metal in 2018 and the fans, the fans that put it there. So that's, that's inspiring enough, man. You don't get more, any more inspiring than that. Amen. Hey, so I, I want to take you, let's go back to the beginning for you because I, I feel like things come and go in, in waves and we have an, on our Metal Shop listenership, a lot of young kids coming up and Firepower might've been their first album. Looking back, uh, to your childhood, what was one of the first albums that you bought, like, with your own money? Like, what was one of the ones where you're like, all right, I got to get this. What started it for you, man? That's a great question. I've really got to do some thinking now. <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's funny, you know, as, as you said, you know, we pick up, if we picked up British Steel or Painkiller as our first priest record, you're absolutely right. You know, there might be a young kid out there that picked up Firepower, and that's their introduction to Judas Priest and Heavy Metal. And, I mean, again, talking about inspiration, how inspiring is that? I mean, you've just got to give a 1,000% in everything you do because you might be, that might be the record that someone picks up and listens to the first time. That's a really great thing to think oh, about. Change, change a life. I mean, for me, it could change, yeah, I mean, as it does with all of us. I mean, that's why we're all talking now. 
you know, we, we all got into music from that first record or that first song that we bought or heard, you know. So I'm just trying to, uh, to be honest, I'm trying to stall for time now, trying to think <laughs> about what record it was. But uh, I, I, for some reason, I think we just we used to have this little record shop down by the train station. Okay. And I don't know if it was the first record I owned, but one of the first record, you know, the vinyl albums that I remember going in and buying, I think was the first Van Halen record. Okay. I remember, you know, I'd owned stuff before that, you know, or my father had bought me records, but yeah. I remember going into this record shop and buying uh, Van Halen 1. Uh, I think it was a, an Iron Maiden, Be Quick or Be Dead picture disc. Nice. Um, uh, and they're the, they're the, I think it might have been Power Slave as well, uh, Iron Maiden's Power Slave. I think they're, they're the ones that I can remember. They, were, they might have been ones that I owned before that anyway. Nice, dude. All right, all right. Well, going back to that time, like, I mean, obviously, you joined Priest in 2011. So when is the first time that you heard Judas Priest? And, and take us back to that moment. I've, I've tried to remember when this was. I mean, I, I think when I was younger, I was aware of songs that were were big songs, big commercial songs at sure. the time. You know, uh, Living After Midnight, uh, and uh, Breaking the Law, Another Thing Coming and, and, and such. But I don't think I was aware that that, band was called Judas Priest, you know, I was young and sure. I just heard those songs around. I think it was maybe Painkiller, you know, nice. I was maybe 12 or 13 when I heard Painkiller, so it was a couple of years after uh, the, the record came out, um, but then, oh, this is Priest and, you know, I heard the Painkiller record, and then you go through the back catalogue and you realise, oh, those songs, Living After Midnight was by the same band, and oh, there's Sin After Sin and there's Sad Wings of Destiny, this band has been out for you know, 16 years already. Right, yeah. And uh, so you have the pleasure of going back through that back catalogue and seeing where that band comes from. So I think the first one I, I heard and was uh, conscious of who it was was the Painkiller record. And then, you know, it became apparent that I'd, I'd been familiar with the band's repertoire before. Right. And uh, look, we're not trying to live too much in the past here, but I just, just want to get into your mind about this because we're just so curious. First time you stepped out on stage with Priest. What was going through your mind, man? Were you, did you have your head down, your, your nose in the game, or were you kind of start, like, how, what was that show like, man? Well, it's, it's a bit of a weird thing, because the, the first show we did, the first time I was on stage with the band, was on American Idol. And, you know, some people might, might say that's not the most heavy metal thing in the <laughs> world, but you know what, it, it, was, it was perfect for what we were doing. It was, in my opinion, you know, Priest have always been about flying the flag, for heavy metal yeah. around oh, yeah. the world. And we couldn't think of a better opportunity to do that. I mean, I think in the in the States alone, we were in 30 million uh, living rooms, you yeah. know, people, 30 million households were watching that show. So as far as reach, we couldn't have thought of a better way to get, you know, British heavy metal into those ho households. We had a new tour coming up. It was a new guitar player. But as you can imagine, it was a bit of a different scenario uh, than one I'd expected growing up playing guitar. Right. You know, the, the first real show we did, I, to be honest, lads, I don't have any recollection whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I must have Good. been just on another planet. You know, I must have been, as you said, <laughs> focused on what I was doing. Yeah. Am I playing it right? Are the notes right? You know, adrenaline's right flowing, yeah. That's so Exactly awesome. right, you know. But um, And then the more shows you do, the more comfortable you get and the more you can take in from those shows. But the first couple, they were a blur, lads, as you can imagine.
Well, uh, if you're just tuning in now, we're talking to Richie Faulkner from Judas Priest. They're going to be playing the 21st at Showware Center along with Uriah Heap. It's going to be an incredible show. And uh, we actually like to send out a tweet and Instagram and Facebook message to our listeners and ask them, like, what's what's a question you'd like to hear? And uh, this is what Parker Dunsmore said. He said, uh, and, and whether it was with Judas Priest or any of your prior projects, what's been your most embarrassing moment on stage? Oh, here we go. Oh, well, I've got to think hard about that. Um, luckily, I shouldn't say this, because when you say it, something always happens. Luckily, I've always got away scot-free. Okay. I've never had anything. I might have played... Oh, I'll tell you what I've done a few times on this, this tour. Um, for some reason, I've played the wrong song. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot of songs in this set list where I start on the guitar. Yeah. And for some reason, I have, I have like a lapse in concentration or I'm just somewhere else and I start the wrong song and everyone's looking at me in the band like what are you doing and I'm looking at them thinking I don't know what, what's, what are you what, doing what's the problem <laughs> oh yeah what, exactly what are you, what are you looking what at, are me you for? Looking at me for it becomes apparent it's like oh ah, yeah the wrong song <laughs> you know um so there's a couple of those moments but it could be a lot worse really embarrassing ones I've I've got away with it so far and as I said you know, I'm touching wood at the moment. Not on wood, exactly. Yeah, so Amen. nothing happens embarrassing tonight or when we get to you guys. So I've, I've got away scot-free at the moment, luckily. All right, so let's lead this into our – this is one of our favorite questions we ask every band we talk to. And if you can, pick a scar on your body. Tell us the story about how you got it. What a what an interesting question. Um, I know you got to – like everybody just like looks around at their hands and looking in the mirror. Where did I get yeah. nicked? Where did I get hit? I'm trying to think, you know. Um uh, do you know, I've got a couple of scars on my head. I used to be, you know, a bit of a, a, bit of a hothead when I was younger. You know, oh, you're a rumbler. Yeah, you know, it was never my fault, of course. But, uh, <laughs> you, know, I've, you know, I've got a couple of scars on my right hand. But, uh, you know, I grew out of that a long time ago, thankfully. But um, they're, they're the only real scars that I, I can think of at the moment that, you know, and they've all been connected to, you know, I've been in a bar, in a, you know, playing um, and it's been that sort of stereotypical bar fight that yeah. erupts out of, you know, the bands playing. And I think, to be honest with you, I might have been playing Breaking the Law on one of them and someone just overstepped the mark and I've jumped into the crowd and there's a big yeah. fight broken out and I've still got the guitar on. Um, That's hardcore, you know, Breaking the Jaw. Breaking the Jaw, there you go. <laughs> the but, you know, I'm not proud of it, obviously, you know, and uh, I paid the price for it back in the day. But again, as I said, you know, you go through those things as a youngster so that then you can, you know, maybe look on things with a more mature outlook. And I think if I was still in that mindset, I don't think I'd have been anywhere near a, an opportunity like Priest. So the fact that I'd grown out of those things yeah. um, was positive. a godsend, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you get that stuff out of your system and, and grow up. So, uh, But, yeah, they're the only scars that I, I can think of at the moment. That are right. I'm looking at them now. They're on the telephone. Besides and, the know, scars so, uh, on your psyche. Oh, yeah, on my heart from all those girlfriends <laughs> that broke my heart and all that silly stuff. Oh, we've exactly. all been there. Oh, yeah, of course. All right, Richie. Dude, uh, can't wait to see you next Friday again at Showware Center. Tickets are available. Go to KISW.com. What are your final words for the Northwest audience before we see you thrash it up uh, next Friday? Well, we're really looking forward to coming down. We're in Canada at the moment, so we're going to come down back into the States, and we're really looking forward to bringing that, you know, that brand of screaming heavy metal that Priest is famous oh, for. Yeah. To those beautiful fans down there in that part of the country. So, you know, we're excited, we're looking forward to it, and we can't wait to see you very soon. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.